and it's Cadence's Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. Which happy in the background. Hey! Now, see, this technology <laughs> is making me nervous. What happened? <laughs> because at first, like, it's, it was delaying. Like, I was watching it record and it was delaying it a little bit. And so I was like, is it not recording? It's always something. And always. Then, these little lines, they're looking a little, little narrower than they did when I did my test, but it's fine. Okay, we sound like Minnie Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, hope y'all enjoy. Right. Well, yeah, we're man. here. You said what? Because I said it was going to be a, a quick one, which is famous last words. But I'm actually trying to make it that way because I really, I was scrounging for news because ain't nothing happening. I was afraid to wish for something to happen because last time I did that, the news it was, was crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that one. Um, I did find, you know, a little couple, little couple of things. One of them um, that I found was a new book that just came out. Um, about Shinchi Suzuki, um, about like his life, and so it's um by a Japanese author. His name is Eri Hota. Um, and the book's called Suzuki: The Man and His Dream to Teach the Children of the World. Um, so it's more you know about him and his musical development, um, his philosophy and how he, uh, how he formed that. His early years, um, he worked in his father's violin factory. Um, in like the early 1900s and stuff and um, it goes through like how his methods developed in Japan and mm-hmm. um, abroad after World War II um, so yeah I thought that was cool um, it has like apparently a lot of things that are not like commonly explored about his like educational vision um, and stuff and it's also um the the author also writes for both english and japanese language readers um so that's kind of like where his where his work um lies so i'll link a thing about it a little write-up and it has like where you could buy it if you know that's your bag yeah it's affordable period um yeah and then another thing it's dry this week, girl. I'm telling you. What <laughs> <laughs> to say? We, a Suzuki memoir, not a memoir, but you know what I mean. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, the last time that when that when his memoir dropped, the '90s, I was girl. like, hell if I know. <laughs> he what's it called? He has that thing. Listen, not too much on me, but I I don't remember the title. But I went to study him in a pay class I took. I think it's called like Every Child Can. I think that's what. That's not what it's called. Chill on me. That's not what it's called. Every child can is the is the Suzuki the pre. Girl, you could tell me anything and I believe you. It's so. called, yup. It's actually based on the life of uh, Carisha, and when she was learning how to play the violin in Miami. Um, but yeah, I read me to read. It's it's cute. His approach to um. His approach to teaching kids violin. I'm not a Suzuki girl. I think it's a little too regimented, but everybody got their thing. Okay, so y'all can be doing the KD method, period. The KD method where we lay down all day? Yeah, come on down. 
Okay. I use Suzuki though. I think uh, like a lot of teachers. I just don't. I don't. I don't, don't want to say too much on Suzuki because I'm not Suzuki trained. But um, I like I, th- I like Suzuki as a supplement. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the and the method works. He knew what he was doing. I can't speak for other instruments. I don't know if we, Suzuki bass was kind of weird to me. But it's, I think it starts out in fourth position. I think it's uncommon. I've only really. It's uncommon, you said. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. and I think it, I don't know, like when it started, or like maybe it's more common with like younger players. I don't know a single, a single bass player, that has ever that learned that way, and I've heard of mm-hmm. one lady who teaches it. So like maybe maybe more like younger people are starting with it, mm-hmm. um, because like other than that, I use progressive repertoire, but like not all the way through, because there's like, I only use like the first two books and there's at least one more mm-hmm. but by that time it's like you're playing stuff where you might as well just start playing repertoire like mm-hmm. and then samanda which i do not recommend not not that i don't recommend it but like for a child samanda was torture it is so mind-numbingly boring it is the most boring thing i've ever done but when i got into college i did samanda every day like mm-hmm. we use those books all the time but that's because i had the attention span for it yeah as a kid it was agony i do whole tones like and it's just like playing half note intervals and like whatever like there's no you can't put a little put a little put a little sauce on it and then when you're that early you can't play the a2s they're too hard mm-hmm. so it's like yeah it's i need i need to go back to whole tones because my sound be going in and out my son is suffering. I need to Hey, versatile. Off. You know what I'm saying? Give you Change little, the narrative. Period. What's the, you know how like when the, uh, uh, what's the, I forgot what's called. It's the Doppler effect. I don't remember. Don't not chill on me. Where like, you know, when the ambulance is passing you. <laughs> okay. That's my box I like. They sound one way coming and one way going. <laughs> <laughs> yup. That's the uh, best wee, way to describe wee, it. Wee, wee, Yo, wee, wee. <laughs> yup. <laughs> That's exactly what my prelude sound like. I need to clean that up. Father God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Well, um, I have one more piece of news. It's interesting if you are, but it's also regional, which I try not to do because I know we have people everywhere. But like I said, everywhere except for Antarctica, right? Yeah, and I was, and I was like, first of all, not too much, because I was like, classically black was has been streamed on every continent on this earth, and then people, and then here come everybody talking about Antarctica, and nobody, don't nobody care about no Antarctica. Like so now you know, what we gotta do, we gotta go. You know, it's that it's trending too. I think it must be the time to go down there. Everybody in Antarctica right now, it's time for us to take that trip it's like a cruise you take a cruise to antarctica and you you could you remember this tangent this is why i started watching Kara and nate because i remember you saying you was watching people who was exploring down there or whatever and that's why i started i have been watching Kara and nate ever since that conversation we had in 2020 i didn't know that regular people that could go to antarctica i thought it was like you just yeah. had to be a science scientist uh-uh you could take a cruise down there and that's how i found Kara and nate and i was like these videos are very good and i started watching all their videos and i watch them every week would you do but that? yeah it's expensive but like i want to do it one day but this is okay this will sound crazy I want to go to Antarctica. I think it'll be cool. First of all, there's this thing called the Drake Passage. Oh, girl, and, that's the thing you sent me? Oh, no, my sister sent me something like that. Yeah, and actually this girl that I watch on tw- on TikTok, very, she does like, she talks about the earth. It sounds weird, but it's it's really cool. 
the type of stuff she talks about like different bodies of water i don't know girl it's very interesting she was talking about like so the drake passage is like it could either be like it's either called like the shakes or the lake depending on when you go you could go one time and it's the shakes and it's 40 foot waves or it's like the lake and it's like real smooth and the reason why it is is when south america and antarctica were connected when they broke apart it like insulated antarctica with like this um like really cold water and then all the hot water went around what's it called it south america so when you have them two converging it creates like this really dangerous and choppy water and it's like 600 miles but like to so it's like she said you have but to like, go through that you have to because that's where you, you go to the very tippy tip as far as you can go and that's where the that's where the cruise is from but luckily like you're not on a, in a canoe right like so you can you'll be fine in the shit the, the worst thing that's gonna happen to you you might get knocked over or you'll get seasick. like you know you know how like on a cruise ship i've never been on a cruise oh but you, you see, get knocked over what yeah, you like the, the boat. boat. <laughs> it ain't no capsize. It's a cruise ship, girl. So was t- the Titanic. I mean, girl, like I'm not. See, even before you said that, I was a little like a cruise to Antarctica. Like I don't know if I could do that. Okay, here's the weird thing, right? You have to watch the video. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you Karen Nates. They do very. They make very good YouTube videos. They. The problem with it is that I want to go. I'm not getting out. I'm too clumsy for that. I'm not. I'm y'all. I'm not because when you get there right like the whole allure of it you get out they put you in all these suits and stuff like that you go outside you get in one of them raft things you go see the penguins i'm not doing that i just want a raft it's it look it look like a raft but it's not it's like a motorized raft boat thing so now you waddling around in all these layers getting into a boat you can see like the penguins and stuff you can get out and go on to antarctica proper i'm not doing that i'm too scared I'm going to fall in the water. How am we going to swim in? I just, I'm too clumsy for it. Also, I don't want to see penguins up close. Uh, that scares me. I don't want to see that. So <laughs> Penguins? What, you never what know. kind? You ain't see happy feet. Yes, I've seen happy feet at, okay. at uh, agonizing amount of times. Why? Because my that was my, my, little, my little brother used to love that movie. That is such a weird movie to, to love. I don't remember. Actually, now at this point, I don't even remember what happens. I freaking hated happy Trauma feet because response. he would just... um just loop it over and over and over again happy feet will be playing all day what that's such a random movie i've only seen like in bits i'm trying to think how 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 old was he when happy feet came out let's see he like me for real that's me with the nanny oh he was one when it came out yeah so he's probably two when it came out on dvd that's such a random movie to love like it was i don't even remember being but you know what it's because of the music my mom used to like it because of that Oh, yes, okay. it came out late two thousand six. Yeah, so well, he would have been two. Oh, I was way too old for that. That's probably why. I don't. I, I don't even think I saw it until adulthood. I just clicked on it to see what it was talking about. But yeah, I want to go, but I'm not getting off. I wonder if that's an option. That has to be an option. It's, that's also very expensive. That's gonna be a later in life thing. How long? You can also go cruise? to the North Pole. You said what? Where do you go from? The the tippy tip, tip of. What country is that? Is it is it Chile? Chile is like on, and then there's what's the one that's right up against it? Hold up, let me zoom out. I'm at Memphis. Let me zoom out. Cause it could because Chile does go. Chile does go like <laughs> down. <Are we> Chile, <laughs> right? Chile, shout out to Rochester. 
Shout out to Rochester or is it Argentina? There's I a. Think, is it Argentina? I'm trying to remember because if I see the if I see the city, I might remember. Oh, yep, it is yep. Argentina. I think it. They, I think they leave from this place called Ushaya. Oh yeah, I see it right here. I think it's that one. If I see the city, I, it will it will jump out to me. First of all, if you can make it through Argentina, yeah, you got to go to the tippiest point, and I think this is. I think it leaves from here. Yeah, there's even an airport right here. Antarctica right there. No, I'm scared. That's too scary. That is too scary. But it's fr- look it, it's, it. it looked close, but it's like 600. It's like 600 miles, and you gotta. Where's the Drake Pass track? Let me see if I, I if I zoom out, would it tell me? That's where the BC. Falkland Islands is. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Girl, I wanted to lie. I'm telling you. I'm gonna send you that video. If you get bored, watch it. I, I, okay, even if you're not bored, Karen and Nate, they they make really good. They make really good content, travel content. But yeah, you see how the South Pacific and the Southern Ocean meet. It's very bad right there. Ain't no other way. You could fly, but I think that's for scientists. And and also, I think the flights. Do I, if I remember correctly, the flights don't leave often. Or is that the North Pole? They don't leave often. You got to be there for a couple months. Uh, I, I was watching this girl. She is a scientist on what's to call it in 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 Antarctica. I think it was Antarctica. And you be there for months. She's like, this is the last plane. First of all, that thought alone would make me feel like I wouldn't be able to breathe. Like, nah. even if I, I ain't going nowhere, where am I going? You know what I'm saying? But it's just still like the idea that like this plane will not come back under any circumstances for like the next four months. That thought, we not even we not even anywhere. We ain't, we in Antarctica. Like, where are we even at? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's crazy to me that people are like, and what are you? <coughs> What are you studying? Bless you. What are you st- what are you studying? It's it's ice and penguins. Yeah, like, like to what extent what to what extent do we have to further human knowledge beyond that? Uh, Why don't y'all find the freezer. bottom of the ocean? It's just I got ice in my freezer just that but thicker. Right. With birds. I got birds outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, too adventurous for me, man. But nah. yeah, I want to. I, I mean, maybe before I die, I would like to go. But I'm like, like I said, I'm right, right. Yeah, probably right before. <laughs> <laughs> probably directly before. Maybe last thing you do. <laughs> I want to go to the North Pole. I saw them. That that one's expensive. I, th- they, I think they're both expensive. But like the North Pole to go there is like thirty six thousand dollars. Is it that much? What? Hold on, let me look it up. When Kara and Nate posted about that one, I said y'all have reached a level. Oh, see, first thing that come up one day ago, passengers on Antarctic cruise ship hit by deadly rogue wave speak out. See? Yeah, it's that Drake Passage thing. Yup. You should see the way the water was crashing in. My sister sent me a video on TikTok. Yup. Yup. Just like that. Explosion. See? Nah, Katie, be for real. An explosion? I just feel like... Nah, like... And then, and then even think about flying. Like, what are the logistics of that? Because planes be slipping on ice when they when they freaking fly in upstate New York. So it, they look like military planes. So that, that is saw. it like in a hangar? Like they probably go inside? No, they land on the ice. It's crazy. They land on the ice. I'm, if, I, if I can find the hard thing about TikTok, you can't find nobody. So maybe I look it up. But they land on the ice. They look like military planes. Yeah, just too much. I'm, 
yeah they look like military planes when they when they land on the thing because even i was watching it like i was like how are y'all finna take off with, with all this ice it ain't nothing but ice and vibes 14 oh see there you go drake passage nah see? we gonna have to go around it's fascinating we gonna have to go around i just like i i felt i'll i'll stop i won't be able to breathe well like yeah why are we at the tippy tippy in the point middle of the ocean katie no 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 and also the ocean you know, is already too scary the ocean is crazy no. and also like that's a, that's a thing it's like i'm too scared for that also okay i forgot about that whales be there oh now, what my a, gosh i know if a whale crawl up underneath because they be in these <laughs> rafts they be in these rafts like okay so they they drop you off right at antarctica the the ship docks meanwhile what is it docking to it's ice right boom y'all get out and they'll be like y'all made it to antarctica like, you know on like some like columbus christopher columbus thing like anybody ever discovered this before they'll be like oh yeah yeah nah. then they go on these little rafts and they island hop like they in barbados they island hop and you see the penguins up close if you in if you go to north pole you see like little foxes and like stuff like that but the part that scares me is there's freaking whatever whales can survive down there i forgot the type i ain't no freaking marine biologist what if i have a fear of whales swimming up underneath stuff and what if they put, knock you, you see that you? picture there's like see. a picture where it's like a big old whale underneath the boat have you seen that yep see and then not i don't want y'all to understand they have animal planet for a reason cut the tv on you don't have to see everything up close like not everything needs to be a face-to-face encounter I just feel like I'm gonna be the one. I'm I'm the ship that capsized. I'm the I'm the raft that start deflating when we get on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is a certain like level of if I see crazy waves like that, I would have a heart attack and I would die on on the boat on the way there. Because like just the 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 idea of something like a disaster happening while you're just out on the ocean that is like that is that just the worst. It's the worst. So that dude who was like, he like fell off a cruise ship for 24 hours. I saw that. It was like, I'm like, how did he even? Apparently, like, if, I mean, you don't have, he didn't have to tread water the whole time. Oh my God. Because like, you could like, you could float. You know what I'm saying? I'm but about to cry. Anxiety <laughs> alone will kill me. You don't because know what. I, I couldn't be able to, I would, oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't thinking about stuff like this. I hate thinking about stuff like this. Anxiety alone will kill me. Because dead. first of all, I wouldn't. First of all, I would not be calm enough to float. Be like to float on my back? Yeah. Absolutely not. I couldn't. I would have to tread water the whole time, which I could not do. Oh, so why did it take them twenty four hours? Like, who did you? Were you cruising alone? Like, yeah, like. And now I'm just thinking, like, oh my god, Katie. you don't know what's circling your. F- yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what's down there you don't know i wish i wouldn't i wouldn't last a whole hour i don't oh my gosh you don't know what's down there no 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 no. and also mind you something brush up against no 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 you don't know if it's friend or foe no (laughs) (laughs) also meanwhile it's pitch black it's the ocean oh my gosh and then at the night time no at night give me death i don't even want to survive that (laughs) I feel like I'm trying to figure out what I would even do in that situ- situation because it's just like, oh my god! First of all, I made me never want to go on a cruise because like I would be the one to fall off. 
and I would no, I've never see if I ever go on a cruise, I'm never going. I'm not going within 15 feet of the railing <laughs> anywhere. <feet> crazy. <laughs> so you go. You're gonna be on the inside. Yes, all the time. And I'll bring some binoculars. Like unless we're docked, unless we're docked, then I will go to the railing. I want. I'm trying to figure out in that moment, like, how do you make a conscious, not to be morbid or anything, but how do you make a conscious decision to keep fighting? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you're in the middle of the ocean, middle. Oh what you going to do, swim to Miami? How do you know which way to swim? Like, Also, could, that's just are you I mean, injured? It's unfathomable. It is like, unfathomable. When I saw it, I had to keep scrolling. I'm like, I'm going to start thinking about this, and I'm going to have a, a nightmare. Like, yeah, that's but, crazy to me. Also, are you injured from falling that high off of a, sh- a cruise ship? Ain't no diving yeah. board. That's crazy to me. Just the anxiety, the anticipation. You don't know, and then like, because <gasps> I've been will scare me so bad. Huh? They're not even dangerous, but see, they big. I, see, I feel like there's one in here. That's how um, that's how irrational I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's how irrational here I am on dry <laughs> land, miles away from ocean. I'm like, I feel like there's a whale in here. It's gonna brush up against me. And it's pitch black. You don't know what. You don't know when they come in. You don't know if they come in. Uh, what are they like? Nah, twenty four. Of so God's hour, things to be afraid of in the ocean. There's so many. One of them star. What's it called? A feather star. A feather. <gasps> Why would you remind me of that? The episode is over. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. It was I feel so like I creepy. I saw something worse. I mean, th- that's so- I, I saw something worse recently on Twitter. Like people be discovering animals. I'm like, leave them where they at. I blocked that one account. It's a it's an account that does like weird animals and stuff. I blocked them. I'm like, I don't ever want to see anything you post ever again. Why do Why would I ever want to see this? Or imagine if one of them. Imagine if one of them. Luckily, like there's something besides sharks and stuff. Like there's nothing dangerous. An eel, a piranha. Our piranhas like river. Girl, I don't know. They maybe they cousin piranha. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. You don't know what's in. That's the thing. The ocean, like you don't know what's in there. I'm sorry. And then what's the thing? The anglerfish. That won't be deep though. I don't think they come. Yeah, up. you're talking about one with the light coming out of his face. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that'd be pretty down deep. There. But even like, I don't even care if it's not just the fear alone. I don't care if it's not gonna kill me. That a jellyfish, girl, a squid, one of them big squids. No. Right. Now all of a sudden, all of a sudden they don't found a big squid. They ain't never gonna believe you. Oh my gosh! And it's all kind, of, yeah, it's all kind of weird stuff going on in the ocean. I don't even, and then over there, good Lord knows. And also, just your luck is it's a high tide night. Now you, he, he got a bit. He he got a bigger purpose. I was about to say that's God's favor right there. Twenty four hours. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Like I wouldn't. I would not last. I simply wouldn't. Anxiety alone will kill me. And I try to figure out like when put in a situation like will. You start thinking about your family. You start thinking about stuff. It's like, to what extent do you want to keep pushing? Like, are you gonna start swimming? To me, I feel like logic will take over. I'm like, why don't I just enjoy my last moments? And I need to. I want to know the circumstances because how did nobody find him or hear him or whatever and for take that so long? long to come back? Like, did you get to the next? That's weird to me. Uh, make you not want to go on a cruise. And then like, you don't know I how close you could, you could, you could swim to the ship because now you now it's a propeller. Like nah, 
It's too much stuff to worry about. Oh yeah, you can't even swim up on the ship. It will like. Oh my God, Katie, I can't. I cannot. Like, I'm the God. I'm talking to you right now. Like, <laughs> I can't do it. Like, I cannot do it. That is crazy. And then, um, what was I gonna say? Dang, I just uh freaking lost it. That no, but I can't do that. It reminds me of that do we learn about in psychology class? That everybody learns about in psychology class. The one where he was hiking and a boulder had fell on his arm or his leg i can't remember which one. Oh yeah and he cut it off oh my god oh my god i'm just sitting here and bleed out i don't think i don't think my will to live will kick in to the extent where i'm gonna sit here and cut off my own arm also cut off my own arm and do what now what am i gonna do for a career that's all i'm not to do what are we gonna do now oh my god See, that's why. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, that's what I was going to say. And then, you know, seaweed grows like a foot a day. So, like, I've been snorkeling. The first time I went snorkeling, it was in, like, water that, like, it was, like, I was just floating. And it was very, very shallow. Like, it probably wasn't even up to my waist. That's so, that was my first time. Then I went snorkeling where I was, like, out in the ocean, water I could not stand up in. And it was so creepy. Because the seaweed is brushing up against you, like brushing up against your legs and stuff. Mm-mm. I couldn't even imagine you in the situation. I ain't gonna hold you, cause you're so mm-hmm. jumpy. I said I couldn't even imagine you in that situation. Yeah, I was in seventh grade. I would never. I don't even go in the ocean anymore. I would never. I don't even put my feet in the ocean. Really? I don't want nothing to do with her now. <laughs> like what's going on in there is none of my business, cause I don't have fans nor gills. So when's the last time I've been to the ocean? I don't even like going to the beach. I'm not a beach girl. Yeah, me neither. I'll, I'll go, but uh, even in Charleston, like, they were like, oh, you go to the beach? I'm like, I told you I'm not a beach girl. I'm not going. Last time I went to the beach, I was, like, overlooking the beach, and I was in San Diego, because was, it was literally right there, and I had time to kill. But I didn't go down there, because, mm-hmm. like, I don't like being at the beach. Sand gets everywhere. Like, it's just not fun to me. Yeah, I mean, I will go, but, like, it just depends. It just depends. Oh. Yeah, girl. Most of this episode is not about what we talk about normally. That's sufficiently terrifying. You said what? I said that's that was sufficiently terrifying. Um, Uh, Well, I'll probably forget about this. So thank God. Well, I'll be there to remind you. Well, um, and I oh yeah, I just looked up the Antarctica thing. It says it's fourteen day cruises from fifteen thousand three hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, I remember they being really expensive, but the 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 North Pole one was where i was like oh karen they got money they either somebody either and they to be fair they don't brag about it um uh but they when i looked up how much that north pole cruise i'm like i don't know if y'all paid thirty six thousand dollars or did they pay for this for you did they like they want you to talk about it oh see this, but this is a whole bunch okay so the first one day one and two you go from the u.s to you either go to buenos aires or um santiago and then you like stay there like you 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 go overnight there and then you go on an afternoon tour and then you get they include lunch and they push you up and then that's when you go to the ushaya place okay i know I, I had a feeling it was the- you fly there from either santiago or and then um you get all three um, meals 
and it's like a it's like a scenic cruise and it see here it go drake passage nah Mm-mm. and so they got like programming and stuff on the thing like apparently they got some some geologists and whatever yeah. on board to be talking to talking to you no. yeah i was watching this girl's tiktok a couple of days ago but they they um they were um she was talking about how like there's presentations all day that you can go learn about like the wildlife all type of other stuff but she was like she was seasick most of the time they were crossing so okay here go to cruise to the to the north pole it, the cheapest option is thirty one thousand they're basically thirty two thousand dollars what's there to go up there nah see i better be sitting on the real santa's lap when i get up there <laughs> Oh, prices quote below are per person based on two people sharing. <gasps> sharing? See. No. Prices quote below. Why is it so expensive? It's been upsetting. I'm upset. See, I, w- I want to go, but like I said, I ain't getting out. <clears throat> North or South? What? But it's probably gonna be north because I'm not that. I don't want that kind of excitement. Like, we might die out here. Well, if you go, make sure you listen to an episode of Classically Black so we can have our seventh continent. Right. I brought that up all to say that we should take a cruise <laughs> to Antarctica so we could press play. And while you going out and meeting the penguins, I'm gonna be in the ship. I won't be. Oh, no, no type of ship going down there. I'm sorry. That Drake passage is enough to get me. You might get lucky. You might um. You might go on a time where it's calm. I'm okay. So when you go, or if any of our listeners is going to Antarctica, make sure you send us a screenshot. I yeah. wish I saved that freaking TikTok because she said like it took her like it was like two days going and like two weeks coming back crossing. It's something crazy like that or like nine days coming back. Can you imagine nine days being thrown about 40 foot waves? See, and it's like I'm barely coming around like I would like to go on a cruise like like in Europe or something like that. But one that's a beyond my tax bracket and two i'm waiting because you remember how crazy it was on cruise ships at the beginning of covid mm-hmm. like it's gonna be years before i set foot on a, on a cruise ship and which is fine because like i said i can't afford it now so so when i go on a cruise for the first time i want to i want to have a nice experience the first time i'm not trying to get no inner room mm-hmm. with no windows i've been on a cruise once um i was yeah i don't even remember what how old i was hmm Yeah, bro. Well, life. I have one more piece of news, real quick, <laughs> that, I, that I started to say and then went off the rails. So, <laughs> way off the rails, like thirty minutes off the rails. Um, yeah. If you are in or around St. Louis, Missouri, or you plan to be in March, they have some um exciting things going around going around you hear me going on um they are gonna be um putting on three 20 minute operas that they commissioned as part of their 2023 new works collective um they gathered five composers and librettists um to create these operas that have 
influences from all different kinds of genres like rock, funk, jazz, blues, um, and more. Um, and they're all composers and librettists of color. So they are going to be doing um, uh, one called Cook Shack by Delshawn Ta- Taylor. Hey, period. Um, and some and Samia Bashir. Um, and another one, let me see, what's that's called Slanted, an American rock opera. Okay, rock opera. And oh. um, a third one called Madison Lodge. And the um, all the operas explore like different um, themes, like, uh, for example, female empowerment, free speech, black queer joy, belonging, um, and also just like histories of. Uh, underrepresented artists so yeah if you're looking to do something in that area i will link the information period period okay so our intermission this week is a suggestion from a listener yeah you want to uh read the email and say who it's from i mean, i probably won't read the whole thing but don't um, read it. you don't have to read the whole thing but basically yeah um but yeah we got a uh, intermission suggestion a while ago not too much on me because see that's the thing though we save them for when we need them when i was wrong about it. i mean i had a couple ideas but i didn't like them so this one's from september it's from steve cresswell hey hey friend hey friend um and yeah i don't know if like you want to want me to explain what it is but basically um he was telling us about a conversation that he was having with a friend um about what composers would be on which social media platforms um and and why and so basically we're going to be doing that we've picked a couple of like the main ones and we're going to say each have our own of like who would it be Okay, so let's start with let's start with okay, let's go hard to easy. So let's start with TikTok. I was gonna say I didn't do TikTok, but I did Snapchat. Okay, you go first See, then. You could do Snapchat, uh, TikTok. I'll do Snapchat. Um. <laughs> so for Snapchat, I picked Alma Mahler. If y'all remember our uh, Trifle Music History episode. She always has somebody on the side. I feel like the whole vibe of Snapchat, your messages disappearing after that a while. Like that's so messy. <laughs> and what's that song? I can't sing it. Snapchat me that. You know what I'm talking about? That song is crazy to me. Like when I every time I think about it randomly, I be like, "No, nah, that's wild." It's or wild. FaceTime me that if it's cool. What a time! But I feel like that during that time, like. I feel like those 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 terms were like just being coined like you know what I'm saying like it goes down in their DMs like because I feel they were called like private messages PM me da, 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 but like that whole phrase that 2016 era so for him to put it in a song like that and then to hear it like these years later what a life well my DMs popping my DMs has caught a body <laughs> I got Celez in this DM I'm gonna listen to that song after they breaking news when I see him. That's my um. 
Lachlan will be on Snapchat because if y'all if y'all have heard our trifling music history, that trifling music history um episode, y'all would know she was out here. But you know, ain't gonna hold you. Miss Down Bad Tar kinda um changed my mind about Alma. When you look at it from her perspective, Marla was like Marla was like, You can't there can't be two composers in this house. She was like, All right, bet. Yeah, Bye. I mean, she she definitely wasn't in the wrong. Like he was in the wrong for trying to forbid her for composing for sure. Forbid is crazy. I, I forgot y'all couldn't even open bank accounts. Yeah, so forbid or is go crazy. outside at night. Yeah, forbid is crazy. And also, I'm so used to like, I'm so used to feeling bad for Mahler, you know. So it's like because of the, his life and stuff. So she really helped me change my perspective on that. She's not real, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, TikTok. Who I feel like would be on TikTok? I feel like okay, this is my dude. I ain't gonna hold you. Like you know, one t- one thing about me, ten toes down for Brooklyn. But I feel like he just corny enough to have a TikTok. Cause it's like the Beethoven obsession and like the weird like kissing his coffin and falling on his coffin. Like stand oh up, like. And he was just like he wanted to do well. So oh, he wanted to do well so bad, and people was just calling him like. Oh, I just know he was cute. I hope he wasn't racist, but yeah, because <laughs> he just gives a Brookner has a he has a soft space. And he was he just wanted to do well. He really has a soft spot. I really have a soft spot for him. Rather, like he wanted to do well. People was calling him boring, but he was just writing his little music. And he was just happy to be here. Yeah, he gives TikTok, but not like the sexy cooking TikTok. Oh, girl, more, don't even with that. More like the I'm just kind of corny and I make TikToks. Oh, tink. Okay. Um, let's do Facebook. <laughs> um, I changed mine from Facebook, but I would try for you to say yours to say who I changed it from. I picked Wagner for Facebook. Okay, so let's just talk about it. Why did you pick that too? <laughs> I picked Wagner because I was same. just thinking Boomer, somebody who is, um, what is the word I'm looking for? It's not against, but it's something similar to that change. Like mm-hmm. doesn't want it. Like they stuck in their ways. You know, Facebook. Facebook still, of course, a lot of people are on Facebook, but like doesn't want to adapt to all the, the new things mm-hmm. and a bigot. <laughs> yeah, that's that was really my main call. Like he's racist. He was hateful. What other place can you spread your thoughts and have your little? Probably has like a little group. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. you can't do too much of that on Twitter because you'll get. I mean, maybe not now, but you used to. Um, that kind of stuff got flagged and stuff like that. But on, on Facebook, it's kind of free reign. Little hate speech, tease <laughs> for the girls. Oh my god, yeah, I can't wait I for the afterlife um, so we don't have to hear about Vlogman no more. <laughs> I consider Beethoven just because he seemed very commercially, but I thought Wagner was better. Beethoven gives me no social media vibes. That's true. Like, yeah, Beethoven gives, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. He just seemed, like, so elitist. Like, he was like, y'all, not to say that if you don't have social media, I'm not going to do too much on Richard. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, he he just seemed like y'all wasting your time over there, like, I, t- I talk to who I see and I don't gotta be mingling with the commoners anyway yeah oh, wow. 
Beethoven seemed he got like a, he got an assistant that posts his concert premiere that's happening in, in ten minutes. Um. Okay, we agreed on that. Uh, Instagram. Um. For Instagram, I picked uh Scott Joplin. Mm. I also consider Duke Ellington. I was just trying to think of somebody who had a big personality, or so it seemed. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, I don't know Scott Joplin, but like he was really like when Ragtime like blew up, like he was just that girl, and I just feel like he's the type like he would be like trending or whatever like because of that um also because instagram is trying to or at least was trying to like pivot more to video than photo Mm. and so i feel like um as somebody that like popularized a whole new style i feel like instagram um at its height would have been his bag Mm -hmm. for me i feel like i'm between the voyage and bartok for the same reasons like they both were like in this whole like oh my god America they got all this stuff going on like I could very much see the Vorjak like on Instagram stories like y'all they out here drumming like y'all like I'm over here with uh Burley it's my student Burley like we out here like you know what I'm saying like we in these streets we over here you know what I'm talking about tagging Burley you know what I'm saying like oh we down at the school in New York City like I could see that <laughs> Um, same thing with Bartok. Bartok was all around the countryside doing little videos, making reels, collecting folk music and stuff. I can see that. Mm. Yeah. Even though Bartok, I don't know. If, we were, if we're going based on the personality in their music, I never read I never like read any letters from them, but Bartok it just seemed kind of serious, but you also like the folk element. Yeah, I can see him out there. Okay, best for last, Twitter. I was just thinking about that. I was like, dang, you really fully converted. But you know, I love me some TikTok. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But Instagram just bores me. Instagram bores me. And Facebook, I, I've, I'm i on Facebook for the groups. Mm-hmm. Well, for Twitter, I took the approach of how I use Twitter, which is constantly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, actually, I'm not even going to talk about my Twitter screen time. Anyway, I have to turn that off. I don't need that kind of negative reinforcing in my life. Well, I, I, don't know, I manually checked it. Well, I do get my weekly, my overall screen time, but I looked at like the app breakdown. It's Twitter by a mile, like not even remotely close. But you don't run out of stuff on Twitter. You know how you scroll on Twitter, you see, you start seeing the stuff you saw before. Maybe I don't follow enough people. Mm-hmm. Like I like Twitter at the beginning of the day, end of the day. And but also I. See, that's the thing. I use Twitter constantly, but I'm also tweeting all the time. Like, I don't just read. I like I do read other people's stuff, and I'm checking what's trending and whatever. But I'm also like I just be like stream of consciousness treat treat. You hear me? Tweeting. Mm. Um, I be talking to myself. So I picked Hayden because he always was putting something out, like just constantly like beating us over the head with a symphony. We get it, you. We get it. Like <laughs> he wouldn't need he wouldn't need it. Y'all come down to the spot. We got uh symphony number four. And then next week we got symphony number five. I know he was getting paid well, had to be. Yeah. 
That's why I feel like it. That's why I feel like he's Twitter because he would be just like me on there all the time, tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet. For my Twitter, I'm between um, Florence Price and William Grant Still because they had like like uh, William Grant Still's premiere with the Rochester Phil and then Florence Price with the Chicago Symphony. I feel like. Had they been tweeting that, like people would have been retweeting, retweeting, like, yo, they down, we down at the spot, yo, we we was in orchestras, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel <laughs> yeah, like black Twitter, for sure. Right. And then people quoting it, we was kings. Like, I could see that. I think that'd be so fun. I was watching that Flamingo documentary and I Blaine, it was what talking is this about Flamingo thing we got going on. <laughs> like, it's an animal a week. What was it? Caribras, what they call it? Cabibars. No, not too much on me because. There was something that was like, oh, when something makes me mad and like I can't get over it, like why can't I get over it? Oh, my ADHD don't let me. And I was like, is that what that is? And why somebody talk about? They're like, um, cause I, but I was like, I don't, I don't like to diagnose myself with stuff just based off of the internet. Um, but then somebody was like, I mean, it could be, but based off of your recent flamingo hyperfixation, I would say yes. I'm like, okay, Doctor Google. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently now because. I felt bad because I had a friend be like, I don't know, it's like I like I can't sit still like my ADHD. I'm like, sweet girl, I've known you so long, you do not have no freaking ADHD. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, the reason why I said it, I I try not to do too much because she herself is in that field, like she, she's in the therapy realm. So I'm like, you should also like know better. (laughs) Like, you hyperactivity is not what that is. Like there's a there is a professional that i know every time i'm around her i'll be like this is what adhd looks like like not being able to finish a task you are doing getting going you're doing you are doing something and you went to go do something else and got wrapped up in that forgetting what you were doing originally and now we are 10 minutes delayed because you like seeing it in real time and it's like it's so hard for people to get actual adhd diagnoses now because of tiktok because everybody thinks they got adhd now I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not gonna say who has it, who doesn't. That's not for me. I'm literally a violist. <laughs> but like, like what you're saying does sound like ADHD to me. I ain't gonna, but like even for myself, I had to be like, Katie, it's probably it's probably something else. Especially like a lot of like mental health issues also present themselves with ADHD. But I was like, Katie, let's let's save the let's save the doctor's visit for a real concern. <laughs> um. But yeah, I've been into flamingos lately. And because their legs, I'm really into the legs. Like, I don't understand how they're not breaking their legs all the time. Really? Google a flamingo and look at the legs. Look at it walking. It's so weird. And then I was like, I had a question. I was like, so can they gain weight there? Like, or can, like, you know, because I'm like, if a flamingo over eight, would it get some meat on its legs? Because it has no meat on there. Yeah, they do look kind of funny it's like crazy i saw one walking i'm like i feel like if you step on something wrong your leg is gonna break it's so weird and then um but i was watching that documentary and it was talking about how they all of them are born like this certain like type of flamingo all of them are born in africa i was like we was flamingos oh period (laughs) remember on lion king there's a scene where they all flying where where i I think singular thing from lion king i think simba runs through them and they start flying away something like that it was something like that I see. I didn't even know flamingos flew until my recent uh, discovery. And discovery, interests. Interest, I mean, um, and now I think my next one is a maned wolf. 
couples are cute. Okay, listen, I ain't gonna get your young. Do your thing, mama. They got long legs. It's so leggy. Cause it's always a, it's a why are they animals? I have so many questions. But I'm gonna let you do your thing. I'm gonna let you do. But I was on Cappy Bars for a long time, and I'm still on them. To be honest, I want to meet one. But um, there's so a Cappy Bar. Why they shape like that? I don't like the way they face look. <laughs> and the I, little it's just beady ears. They're like an enigma. Like I've seen them with so many different animals. It's like why are they friends with everybody? And then I saw one running on the on the on like the bottom of a lake i'm like what like and they're just weird like they do everything it's weird like i'm like what are you so they, they remind me of one of them animals that like on the sixth day god was like all right what, what we got what we could do before the sunset <laughs> i'm gonna make this i'm gonna make a feather starfish i'm gonna make you know what i'm See, saying you keep bringing that up <laughs> you really testing me like this is one of them animals that it's like he had some extra time before the rest of the day so he was like let's that's what we could come up with. Uh, let's, just, let's just bang a few of these out. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I feel like he definitely made T-Rex in the last day because why was a arm so short? You know what I'm saying? He ran, yeah. he must have been like, he ran out of time. Yeah. <laughs> he ran out of time because like that, that had to be a, a factory default because this doesn't make, I'm not going to listen. Look, maybe he had ADHD. Maybe he, he stopped making those in the middle and went to do something else and forgot. I'm I'm in a season of my life where I need a little pivot, so I ain't gonna do too much on God. So we could revisit this. <laughs> <laughs> not too much on him. I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing, period. Um, but yeah, I don't know why it's animals now. I just got really into them, and then people started enabling me because I wasn't gonna watch the documentary. They do be enabling have, you. I don't have Disney Plus. And then one of my mutuals Venmoed me the money to buy the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, I ain't go yuck your yum. I'm, I'm very happy for you. That you um have interest. We all need interest. Okay, but it was crazy. Nah, it was crazy. The, the predators, I just, like, I, I don't understand. They got, it was a stork. Eating the flamingo, the eggs, and the fully hatched chicks. I'm like, bro, like, y'all all birds. Like, why? You can't have some solidarity? You eating bird babies right now? Like, I was like, bro, have a heart. <laughs> you should research owls. This was a TikTok that went viral. This girl, an owl fell into um one of her horse water bins. What's that called? A trough? I don't know. Mm. And I the owl couldn't fly no more because... um it was cold and wet so she took a, a net these two black girls they took a net and they took the owl out and they dried it off because she's like a vet major or something like that or a veterinary science major so she like took the owl out dried it off and warmed it up and then it like flew away and apparently like it's very good luck for owls to come around you and if you help them like they'll come back and thank you so i'm waiting for the update Ooh, I'm so to you can look and owls um, are like, if you see an owl, it's like a sign of like, good, I don't know. It's like a very good thing. So somebody sent me an owl, but not too close because I'm scared. Yeah, because they little, the head yeah. turning all the way around. Like, why you, why you doing it? And she was talking about how scared she was because, well, her sister was scared. She was like, I studied at school because they, they little feet are so sharp. They are? So yeah, they little they talons. Like. They little oh, with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, see, and now look, imagine 
see no they too creepy imagine you see an owl the owl fell down face down and it just turned his head all the way around yeah it was turned around because she was she was behind it because she was she didn't want it to no 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 i'll send it to you because i saw it actually i would rather you didn't i was a little scared i was watching my fingers because you i mean it's on tiktok so tiktok monitor is so heavy but like i was scared like what if it moved suddenly but because its feathers were so wet and it was so cold like it couldn't fly at first i thought it was injured i'm like i'm not trying to see that but no it was just cold and it was turned around looking at her like girl what you doing and then it realized I was trying to help her, so like it, it let her. Very, very fascinating. It's like creatures. Your head and your body is together for a reason. <clears throat> like why you? I don't understand that. But apparently, they good luck. If somebody, you know, it, the internet is so unserious. Somebody was like asking how many licks it takes to get to a center. With okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who was we talking about? Uh, I don't know, but we should move on. I think. I think we good. Twitter, yep, we thought that was it. Oh yeah, we started talking about my f- started talking about flamingos. Um, oh yeah, because I was trying to say we was flamingos, and I said it. All right, we're gonna take a break, quick break, and then come back. Forte is a free alternative to Zoom, purpose built for music teachers. This is what Zoom sounds like. Now listen to the same music recorded on Forte. Go to ForteLessons.com. That's F-O-R-T-E-L-E-S-S-O-N-S.com. All right, y'all. We are back, and we're going to do our Classically Black Wrapped. We did this last year. It was cute. So Spotify releases their Spotify Wrapped, and it's always an exciting day. I'm a little disappointed this year because I skewed my results. However, next year's a new year. Um, so we're gonna we have our categories if you don't remember from last year and I actually really like these because you know it's like a big old listens lately. Um so we have a couple categories we're gonna move right on through and we're gonna be on your way. Okay. So the first one is what's your favorite um new artist of the year? That was something I was gonna say and then I forgot. Um, right before we did this. Oh, so also Katie has Spotify, I have Apple Music. Um, but my results since last week have changed already, which is why I'm like, I wish they would do it a little bit lo- later in the year. Cause after a week, like uh, my top five artists have changed, not all of them, but like two of them have switched. Mm. Um, mine say so, the same thing. Once they release it, it's done. Oh, yes. no. Like, cause you always have a re you always have a replay. So Apple music replay, like it's throughout the year. They update it every week. Oh, no, like, no, no. So, even in March, like I could, I could do it in May, and it will tell me for twenty twenty three. Oh no, we yeah. be in anticipation, like okay, it's the beginning of December, like let's go, let's go, let's go. That's why I was like, dang, like, I mean, it's you listening to it, but you don't realize how many like, you don't realize how many little things you do can change the overall result when you mm-hmm. get your wrap at the end of the year. Well, it it won't show you like in detail like how the end of the year it does it, but it, it's a playlist. Like it'll mm-hmm. update your playlist, you, like. Yeah, that's like a custom mix for you based off of. Anyway, um, let's see. What was it? Favorite new artist of the year? The only, I would say, new artist that I listened to this year is probably Coyle Ray. And she was in my top 10. I think she was like number six or seven for me. Um, Yeah. 
You gonna play something? Um. Oh yeah, I'll play. I'll play her new song, Players. She um. I was like, okay, it's kind of cute. If I get, if I, if I get to it. Sorry, y'all. Oh, and it's a um. I just let y'all hear it. It's a sample. Y'all gonna recognize it. Yeah, cause girls is players too. Uh, yeah, yeah, cause girls is players too. Keep playing, baby. Cause girls is players too. We just get money all around the world, cause girls is players too. What you know about living on the top? Yeah, I like Koi. I like her personality. I don't really listen to her. I don't think I. What's her most popular song? Probably Twin and Them. Or oh. um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> what's another one? No more, no more parties. I like oh. the No More Parties. I don't know. I've never heard the the original one. I like the the remix with Lil Durk. Um, mm. but. Yeah, I mean, I like her personality. She's, like, very, like, like, she just seemed cool. She's very, like, positive and stuff, which, you mm-hmm. know, as you know, I struggle with. So, that <laughs> that is, like, refreshing for me. Yeah. Um, and she's very, she's so confident, but, like, mm-hmm. in a nice way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's up for 20 of them. It's me and my 20 of That one? Yeah. Okay, my what I say top new artist of the year mm-hmm. for me is um I've been dabbling a lot this year, so I don't have a lot of like duplicates, but someone I do have is um Mariah the Scientist and this is called Spread Thin. has a song called stone cold and the lyrics are uh i see you calling from atlanta said you miss me well well i was like wow i mean the song is, is called stone cold but i just thought it was like period miss girl funny how that goes okay next next um one is an artist has surprised you this year now I wish I could remember which song I want to play, but I'm just gonna pick one. Okay, not too much on me. This one was a sh- was shocking because Apple Music gives you your top ten, and in my top ten was Johnny Depp. Not too much on me because I listened to the Sweeney Todd soundtrack so much at the top of this year. I didn't know it was that much, but apparently it's like it's up there. So I was like, okay, discussing. I'm like, well, they couldn't have put. 
like Stephen Sodheim or something. Like, why they gotta put him? But um, yeah, I'm gonna play. I'll probably play my friends because that's probably my um, my top, my most played song on the album. I love me some Sweeney Todd, so. My okay, bad, wrong. <laughs> Not okay, girl. <laughs> um, I already played this song this year, but I played this song. I wore this song out. Oh, my God. A freaking artist that surprised me this year was Bad Bunny. Now, what I have realized is that the world is led to Bad Bunny. Because if you weren't in, you should have been locked in. Like, he'd been selling out stuff. He's uber popular. I saw a video of people in Puerto Rico. He, has, he does this thing where like in Puerto Rico, to go to the, the shows in Puerto Rico, you have to buy them in Puerto Rico so people don't buy them out so he can, because he's Puerto Rican, he wants to make sure that people who want to go can go. Um, So I'm late. But man, when I tell you I enjoy myself with Titi Me Pregunto, I don't care where I was going. I'm blasting it. So I don't know what he talking about. Something about his <laughs> his auntie asking him when he gonna get a girlfriend. I don't know. Let's play the song. Here we go. Hey, Titi me preguntó si tengo mucha novia. Mucha novia. Hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra. Hey. Pero no hay poda, Titi me preguntó si tengo mucha novia. <ríe> mucha novia, hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra. Me la voy a llevar a toda pa' un VIP, un VIP, ey. Saluden a Titi, vamos a tirar un selfie. Say cheese, ey, que sonrían las piel en metida. Literally, top memory for me this year. In my little rental car in Mexico, driving down the little thing. Man, I had this blasting. Listen, I wasn't in Puerto Rico, I was in Mexico, but I do not care. This song is such a vibe. Like, I, ne- I haven't gotten tired of it yet. Let's do at least once a week. Okay, next one is New Classical Artist of the Year. So, I was looking through, um, and the last classical thing that I downloaded was uh the Chinake Orchestra's um Colbert Taylor album which I suppose is a new artist for me because I've never listened to one of their albums before I just know about Chinake so I'm gonna play um the I'll play a little bit of the first movement of their non-net <laughs>
I was gonna say we could get somebody, some people together, but I forgot she don't really like chamber music like that. No, you don't really do chamber music like that. Good. Cat. It's gonna have to. I just don't. Also, I want to add one on here. On this thing, I thought we had it already. What is it? Um, it's just one. That's like we have it in a certain genre, but I want to do the overall one too. I don't know what you mean. It's a shared note. You'll see it. Oh, I'm not on that one. That's why. Oh, okay. Um, I'll let you know when we get to it. Okay. Um, my this is gonna sound weird, but my it's he's not new by any means. He's also not alive. Um. But my new classical artist of the year is George Zell because he gets the credit for, um, he gets the credit for all the streams I have. When I want to, when I'm ready to play with an orchestra, Cleveland Orchestra is my orchestra of choice because I'll be getting y'all temples from Cleveland anyway. So here is Roman Carnival. Let's be for real. Let's go to the viola part. Before I lay my eyes to rest, I need to play that and not be sharp. Why would you write that in the key of e? that opening? Them first, da, 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 de, them first three notes, four notes are so difficult not to play sharp. Why would you do that? That's crazy. Like that's crazy. Berlioz will pay. And I talked about this uh, to myself on Twitter. The way my arm jiggles. Okay. Playing the six tuples at the bottom at rehearsal four, he will pay for that. They, that's crazy to me. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, the next one is okay. I see where you added it. You just have to call it out because I'm going between two notes. The next one is top three genres this year. So that made me mad because you know how like the genres and like streaming apps like they don't be knowing how to classify stuff and like whatever so there's a lot of things that are really closely related i'm actually going to say all of mine because three of them are basically the same thing <laughs> or like or sub genres the same thing my top genre was r&b and soul they like put that one together my second top one was contemporary r&b my third one was pop which surprised me until i realized that renaissance is pop um my fourth one was soul again and my last one was Motown which is soul <laughs> so mm. that kind of I was like that's irritating because I feel like I didn't get a good picture and I'm mad yeah. that rapper wasn't on there because it would have been mm-hmm. you know 
yeah, my top three genres this year were not surprising. So I kind of like deduced them because Spotify does the same thing. It'll be like some weird made up category. Like, babe, what are you talking about? Um, so the usual. Actually, no. I feel like I have more like contemporary R and B this year, so I put that instead of jazz because I've not listened to a lot of jazz this year. I don't recall. I was I was heavy in jazz last year, and it was just not. That's probably like number four. So definitely top rap, gospel, R and B. Probably switch R and B and gospel. I don't know. It, it my mood changes throughout the year. Of yeah. course, like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm not. I'm not what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't feel the same thing every day. Um, I was just like, Katie, that's not unique to you. Um, okay, the most played song in your favorite genre. Okay. So, my favorite genre being like soul, basically, um, R and B soul. My most played songs called "Maybe Your Baby" by Stevie Wonder, which is crazy because, I mean, I don't know. There was there are other songs that were they were in my top ten songs, but mm-hmm. like it's just I also don't know how they recorded. Like, is it just how many times you press play? Because like sometimes I don't listen I'll restart a song in the middle because I'm like bro this is just hitting too much like let me restart let me get in the zone like you know mm-hmm. so I'm like does that count as two like I don't know but um this song just this song's been like it's just very good good and the sequence in the album is very good it's just Okay, my most played song, my favorite genre, rap, um, would have to be this song. This, uh, what's my guy? Moneybag Yo released a single this summer called Blow, and I just, I just love the song. It's fantastic. Federal, federal, fed. Yeah, you already know how I play it. Okay, let's blow up back. It's my birthday. Okay. Let's blow up back, it's my birthday. Uh, uh, go. Blow a lot of money on dope. Blow a lot of money on clothes. Federal, hey. Blow a lot of money on guns. Spend a little money on hoes. Uh, uh, blow a lot of money on diamonds. The main reason why I be shining. Ice on ice. Lost a lot of money in the trap. Didn't got it back off rhyming. Rapping that nigga. Fucking off money in the hood. In a dice game, what they hit for? Shoot some best on. Blow a lot of money on rent. I ain't even seen my condo. It's been so long. Blow a lot of money on ops. I'm trying to put them in the front door. I'm trying to smoke. Talk about money all the time. I was trying to have an intellectual conversation about Money Back Yo with my friend Nikki. And I understand Nikki thinks I'm one of the most unserious people. Not even thinks. I'm probably the most unserious person she knows. So she was not taking me seriously. I was pissing her off. But like I would it would never I would never rest on the fact that Money Back Yo is one of the best rappers of our time right now. His ad libs tell a story. That's when she hung up on me. But they do like <laughs> I, he he does my favorite he does my favorite ad libs like he tells a story with them like 
when he said like I haven't seen my condo and he's like it's been so long come on man like the artistry <laughs> at every level the flow was good and exciting like I love money bag yo like if I, if I could I could probably give a whole presentation on his musicality his artistry his lyricism like and he's um, I you never hear let me knock on wood because now you know what but you never hear about Moneybag Yo in the news. I actually oh, forgot that his um yeah, buckle I'm up. Even, it's I'm gonna be to next be, week. Uh, next week, man. <laughs> but I don't know. He's just so he just sticks with himself. He he he's about what he raps about in the same way that you know what I'm not gonna do too much on him because I was on these mics a year and a half ago talking about how much I love the baby and that went down. Yeah, I was about hill, to say next, next thing gutter, you know, down front to page, hell. money bag yo kicks front, a baby in the face. So. Or like money bag yo does something egregious. So let me not I mean he hasn't been around much. I think his the mother of his children passed recently. Oh, no. Yeah. So I haven't really heard much of him. But he's not really he says that he's not a an internet person. He don't be like I, I follow him. I never see him. Oh, I'm gonna regret this. I feel like I'm gonna regret this. I hope not. <laughs> no, I because just the other not. day I tweeted about designer. I was like, oh, I like designer. I hope I want him to have another hit because Panda was huge. And then a couple of days later, here he go on his story talking about LGBT. People. Oh my god, <laughs> talking about finish it. I love y'all, but can y'all keep it out of kids' cars? I'm just like, bro, shut up. Son, but- son, do you even believe in phonics? Doesn't your name have two eyes in it? And, and right and and the thing is I, what's crazy about that because they'd be like how do i explain it to my kids i'm like do you explain the, the mechanics of heterosexual sex to your children when they see mommy and daddy on the tv like y'all are like, so <laughs> y'all are so weird Talk about y'all are pushing this narrative I'm like okay first of all what narrative secondly when okay i can't even say what i want to say because i forgot where i'm at i'm like when y'all have hbo playing in the background and Issa and lawrence and Issa get her 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 back blown in. Y'all talking about an agenda? <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> I, whatever. Like, come on. It's so ridiculous to me. It's so yeah. filled with hate for no reason. What uh, you think they do you think they got an annual meeting? All right, y'all. So here we finna do this year. Right. Like, come on. It, you're, it is, that's so it's so ignorant for no reason. Like Okay. So I'm, I'm like so they're gonna embarrass you every time so i was like let me shut up what what is panda's underlying meaning what is it actually about he says it oh but it's a car designer yeah designer is one of those people you cannot understand a word he says panda, like panda. for real uh, yeah I but it's crazy panda. when like yeah it's crazy the way he raps low-key like i don't even know how to explain it it's like a like that's his um, yeah. yeah like that's how he does it I'm just like how are you doing that he's from Atlanta he sound like he's from Atlanta and Atlanta accent when you really hear somebody who's like from Atlanta like when they when they really from it's like an accent like I can't even I thought the Memphis accent was unique but the Atlanta accent is just something that I just never heard before Baltimore pip pip cheerio Baltimore they are just weird to me no, no offense or nothing like that, but I'm just saying, like, why do y'all sound? Why do y'all have a British accent? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like it's, how it did comes that out of nowhere because it's not. It comes out of nowhere. It's so rare. Like, to me, I could see an accent change. I could see, especially like living in a couple different places, being around. Like, I could see how like the Mississippi accent, like that that Jackson accent, sounds like the Memphis accent which sounds like the Chicago accent, which is why I will never forget what my sorority sister was like. 
Yeah, I was thought you sounded country. You th- I'm from Chicago. What should be country? But I could see like that path. You know, like that. These people sound similar. What what happened? What happened between what happened between Mississippi and New York, Baltimore? What happened? That's crazy how they sound. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Where are we at? Best overall song? Yeah. So your most played most played. Uh song overall. Um Yeah. Mine not since once I realized it was my most played, I was like, now I'm back into it. I was never fully off of it, but now I'm just like on it. Like my top song is called Flu Flame Out. It's by um Draco the Roller featuring Ralphie the Plug. And I don't like it's it's just good. It's just like very like he was really this new wave of LA rappers is like heavily influenced by Draco. So it's just like it's very LA. It's just I really like the song. So You know, I can tell you what behind on the read when Crystal had something about about Blueface and you ain't tweet about it. <laughs> I'm telling you, the West of us just don't understand what's going on over there. Like, cause I get it, like he rapping off beat is not rapping off beat but it's a style no one else to the east understands that crystal was like he not on beat and i'm like oh the lady gonna be mad about this but you behind so well boo face is like more i feel like more than i guess like current people so i could see how this drawing but like if you listen like remember i played that song that e40 song mm-hmm. he was totally like it was like the beat was in a different room <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, he recorded it independently and slapped it together like but it, that's like i it's just that's we, don't, we don't get it we don't okay. understand it that's okay, not for us then but yeah but blueface and i, I think because also blueface is not really like great so it's like for yeah, him i feel like he don't get he don't get like it's not really artistry like i feel like you know yeah people people could get into it if it was like somebody different like e40 you know mm-hmm. but um yeah it's full film out Carrots on my wrist, no, they didn't come from Tiffany. Don't want fun, try to get this buzz, we throwing clips at him. Hit stick, made him kick, flip time, the blitz mad at him. Love silver satin all on his swap meat fabric. 350,000 in a duffel, do a backflip. That's Draco with a Draco, bet you this a bring track. Gallery department, rocking cold devil, this fashion. That's an awful lot of cough syrup in my hand. Silly op, made him wrestle shots like he Vince McMahon. He's no longer what that mean, he's simply dead. Must be off shrooms, so I left him trippy red. Killed nah okay. <laughs> i loved lo- okay not too much <laughs> what's wrong it's not for me why not it's not my thing what about what about it's not your thing girl relax it's not. i know i'm not i'm like i'm genuinely i'm not asking you because you have to listen to it i'm asking you because i want to know it's just not I don't, I don't resonate with it i'll have to hear his other songs because like for some people it will be the sound like for some people it's Draco's music is very violent. Like some people's that. That's why I'm asking. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I could. I don't. I'll have to listen again and tell you exactly. It's like the style of it. Like not the style. Like the. I don't like the beat. 
It just sounds calm. It really? Sound, yeah. And then I don't. That is crazy. Cause I think I love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like the beat. I don't like. I don't like the way he's rapping. Yeah. Oh man. Dang. It's just one day. Me. One day the West Coast will be understood because I I like I love his style rapping. I think he's very like I don't know. It's just really cool. I have to listen to more of his stuff because sometimes I'm not feeling. Sometimes I'm not feeling. I'll try something else, just to see like. He has a song with Drake. Maybe you like that one. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I love me some Drake. That was actually we'll get there. Um, that surprised me, especially because I'm like I'm not thrilled with him right now. Stop being a loser. You're a millionaire. <laughs> um. Okay. So I already played my top song this year, which was T.T. The Bad Bunny. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play the other one. Uh. Speaking of Atlanta, this is I'm Ready the Great. I don't know why did I stream this so many. This is fun. Okay, here she goes. She's good. She's really good. Yeah. Uh, here's Sorry Not Sorry. Conclusions, I don't need these folks in my means. She's no one's who's solid, gon' keep it a brick. I ain't going back and forth, cause I said what I said. I'm playing the L, cause I feel it's my place. I gotta jump on the cup, folk head. Y'all come to the city, get a feel for this L. And I wanna go home, I know you love where it tastes like. But it ain't too fair, we had to live up in these trenches. Y'all went back to the birds when they got up on them late nights. Look, we really ran through these streets. We ain't never get a break, so we speaking on Atlanta. I don't play right, but I'ma get right to the subject. Ain't gon' beat around the bush. Hence it is, you say you from the A, right? Where's I know you from? Where hood did you live? Where hospital bed were you born? Look, I know it's all crazy, but I'm a A, baby. I love this song because of how divisive it was <laughs> because it just gave good and I I love every time I uh, met a musician from Atlanta I'm like so what you think about Amaretta and the most passionate response I got was from this violinist and he was like literally every place she meant she mentioned is actually in Atlanta because at the end of the song she was like Latonia is not Atlanta she's like all those places are Atlanta Da-da-da. and he was so passionate about it I'm like okay my bad like big dog like I was just asking the question because like I feel like Chicago Chicago will have a field that way we always oh, we talked about this on the show I just realized that Chicago will have a field day with it because I feel like every city kind of has that there's people who are from the city proper yeah like every time I meet a Chicagoan, I just don't, I don't, I just I fold. I'm like, yeah, girl, I'm from Emerson. Cause I'm like, I might, it's not even worth the <laughs> argument with you. I say I'm from Chicago to make conversation easier, especially when I'm not talking to musicians because a lot of people don't know. I mean, unless you follow football or basketball, like a lot of people don't know what Evanston is. Ever since Insecure, now I could just say Inglewood. <laughs> you said what? I said ever since uh, Insecure, now I can just say Inglewood. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, moving right along. We're almost there. Um, no, I'm lying, y'all. But hang tight. Okay, most played classical piece. There's no way for me to know this. Um, <laughs> I I don't usually stream classical music. 
I mostly listen to classical music on YouTube for whatever reason. I think it's because not everything is like a proper recording. If I notice I'm listening to a recording a lot and it is an on an album, then I will add it to my library. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still much more skewed to YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing um, a, a piece that I played a lot this year was um, Mendelssohn's uh, String Symphony Number no. 7 in D minor. So I'm going to just play that. And I've been lamenting about um the lack of string orchestra um like rep being played and stuff and how we didn't play it in like college and stuff but anyway Okay, so speaking of Mendelssohn, my most streamed classical um, piece this year is Midsummer Night's Dream with Zillinum. it's funny like as a violist who have violin as friends when you you know how y'all be singing parts and stuff everybody singing having a good time and they'd be like girl what are you singing i'm like the stuff that you over you that's the stuff you can't hear the stuff that's helping right. you i'll be here and all the violence got the melody um but yeah shout out to mendelson we have a i should um, i'm sorry i should have put a trigger warning that was insensitive of me okay. um jump scare jump scare but um me and Mendelssohn are tangling right now because every time I get good at it, I leave it alone and then it falls apart. But we move. Jen was like, girl, I don't know what happened. And I was like, I thought uh, I was. <laughs> she cracked me up because she was like, cause I left it alone because I had other bigger tofus to fry. So I left okay. it alone. And I was like, she was like, so I don't know what happened. And I was like, really? Like, I thought I was eating it up. She's like, I am so sorry to tell you. <laughs> I was like, chill on me. It's a little, little out of tune. Ain't nothing wrong with a little G sharp here and there. A little, a little, a little F sharp in the theme. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that good either. Okay. Um, they didn't ask for it. And that's how that's how I knew it was suspicious. Who doesn't ask for medicine on the first round? See, that wasn't even meant to be. Wow. Huh? Uh-uh. That was crazy. I said no medicine on the first round? Brom's hiding on the first round? Making stuff up. Um... Okay, did you binge anything this year? Binge listen? Um, yeah, I think we were, we were talking about, like, that's mostly how I listen to music at this point. Like, I do listen to, like, one-off things a lot. Um, but I do listen to, there's a lot of albums that I just, I'll just listen to it top to bottom. Or 
like if I've listened to it top to bottom a lot then if there's a middle track I like I'll start it at that track and then just go loop like that um that's just how I do it I don't know that's but, so fascinating um, so like I cannot binge music <laughs> um but something I've binged I guess was renaissance I've listened to it a lot um, and it's crazy because I listened to it fairly late in the year because when Renaissance came out, I listened to the full album top to bottom, maybe about a week after it came out. And then I didn't listen to anything at all for like a month and a half. Like, I don't know why. Cause the first listen for me, like it does nothing. Like it just, you know, for anything, I really, it's not that I didn't like any, I immediately liked Cuff It. I immediately liked Plastic Off the Sofa. Those were two that I knew for sure. But for whatever, for whatever reason it's really hard for me to integrate stuff in my rotation mm-hmm. only reason why i even listened to the album was because it was beyonce mm-hmm. but i'm trying to get you know more into that but anyway i didn't even finish um, the album I, I jumped around it i can't yeah. sit through an album like that i can kind of one hand yeah. how many albums i sat down and played top to bottom that's crazy yeah and renaissance is over an hour yeah i, I jump around all the time yes it's an hour and two minutes. Um, but uh, was it the transition? Nah. Okay, so I'm going to be playing, I'm going to play Summer Renaissance, which is the last track. I want to house you, make it take my name. I'm going to spouse you and make it touch a ring. I'm going to take you. That's one of the songs that I wasn't really listening to in the beginning, but then all of a sudden, that's to see. That's what doing listening to albums top to bottom does. Like all of a sudden, songs that you wasn't you might have been zoning out, and now you're like, oh hold on, like <laughs> that's just so many songs like that. Yeah, I just realized like I, I just like even if I look at my like most played songs, so even even Spotify like enables me because the you can create of course like any streaming app you can create playlists i rarely listen to a playlist what i like to do is when i hear songs when i want to explore a new artist whatever i will go and i will like that song and every time you like a song on spotify it curates a list for you and when i'm driving whatever airplane i listen to my like songs list so every day every day or a couple of days i hear a new artist i'm like oh let me check them out listen to a couple of songs pick them out thumb through pick up my favorites so did i did i binge anyone this year i mean that's probably going to be my next that'll be covered in my artist of the year when i play something from 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 him because i guess but like i don't really binge music but i will say um i've been in my kirk franklin bag a lot lately because kirk franklin one of those artists i was telling amari this that like my thing with gospel is because i spent all of my childhood up until i mean probably I've, there's definitely been a shift in my listening in the past like 10 or so years maybe eight where i've incorporated more but like i used to strictly listen to gospel then i started sprinkling and sprinkling in and now we're kind of like we're probably now at a 40 percent gospel 40 percent rap and then 20 percent everything else um that's what I, I would describe my listening so 
but Kirk Franklin, like I went through a period last week or the past couple of weeks where I'm like, I forgot he did that. I forget because everything's just jumbled together. I know the song, I know the lyrics, I know everything. I just don't know who did it. I don't I don't know. Um so I forgot that he did some collaborations in the past with God's property, so I was down that track. But this is He's Able by Kirk Franklin. some artists be lying because they don't know one can check them when Kirk Franklin told the internet that he has been dodging requests to go into secular music his entire career I believe him the man's a genius like that's somebody I I actually believe that like the, the the writing the musicality like everything is just there like and it's also banger after banger. The reason why I mentioned, like, I don't know who writes some of these songs. I just know the words. I just, they're in the gospel music canon or the black gospel canon or whatever you want to call it. But, like, so many of these songs are his. Because it's just, like, banger after banger after banger. You have people who have bangers and they're, like, I haven't heard from them in a minute. Like, Darwin Hobbs, who has, like, the other he's able. But it's, like, <laughs> I believe him. That's somebody who ain't lying. Yeah. He could, sure. and that's why he did that song with the baby, not, not the baby, thank God, with, with Lil Baby, and it did so well. Like, he could do it all, I, 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 would, I would bet my left toe. What? Hold on. I would <laughs> Which bet one my left big toe. <laughs> I would bet like, my left big toe. The one? Katie got one toe. I would bet my left big toe that he could write a country album, and it would do well. He could do anything he wants. Like, he's just so talented. Um, okay. Got two more. Oh, I need to Are we doing we're doing compose of the year, right? Can we do that one first? <laughs> well, I guess it's classically black. Okay, well that one will be the grand finale. Okay, so we got three more. We do? No, we have two, but I th- realized okay. I had two <laughs> for that one. Okay, top artist of the year. I know you guys have all been in anticipation mm-hmm. i wonder who's gonna be on the edge of your seat let's guess oh my god <laughs> who's it this year listen you're consistent wow. period what a what a mystery um of course my top last year before i do too much on you it's probably it probably was drake it probably was drake well it was drake i, I hate that he does that because how did that even work how did that even I, be, I don't even think i listen to that much drake in every year no, you know who it was last year? I think I redacted it. I think it was the baby. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know. I feel like it was Drake. I don't know. It probably was Drake. I, I remember the baby was on my thing last year. And when I posted on Instagram, I redacted it. Because I'm like, he. that's when he really started to, like, 
do poorly. Like that was yeah. beginning of the end. It was Drake. Would you listen to that? Yeah. No, top five of was Ella Fitzgerald. I must have just said that. Oh. Okay. Um. Well, our top artist of the year, Stevie Wonder, by a mile, wasn't close. Um, it was almost three thousand minutes between him and my 3, second. Three thousand <laughs> between between <laughs> between them. <laughs> you gotta meet him. My um, the girl I would freaking pass out. My um, yeah, I was a Stevie Wonder pr- nearly every day. I would say. Probably every day. Every day that I listen to music, I would bet. I, I was about to say, do you listen to music every day? That's what was my next question. Yeah, but there might be some days if I'm listening to something specific that I I might not. But it's most days, and this even stuff like I remember, like, a uh, uh, like a sleeper track on an album. That's um, like how I said, like you be listening to something, you hear it, and then one day you really hear it. Mm-hmm. The song I want to be the first dance at my wedding. Like I can't believe I'm like I can't believe I never noticed this song. Like it's just crazy. Of course, it's, it's a Stevie Wonder song, but that's not the one I'm playing because I took one from my top ten. This was uh, my tenth um, most played Stevie Wonder song because um, the first one I already played was maybe my maybe your baby. So this is Heaven is Ten Zillion Light Years Away. <laughs> say that that album this is five out of my top 10 albums were stevie wonder albums <laughs> and um i think this one was my second my second of the ones that were his um and that's the album that made me question like what is a gospel song because that's mm-hmm. the one that he had right after he, he was in a coma he almost died got in a car accident and um I, and a lot of people said that seemed like he just like you know was closer to god after that he's always mm-hmm. i think always mention god in his songs but there's some lyrics on this album that you can take completely out you would not be able to tell somebody like no one would be able to tell it's a secular song mm-hmm. like it's just like um dang i feel like i had one more thing to say but i forgot so we can move on <clears throat> okay my top artist of the year is drake I'm not mad about it. I'm just like really disappointed in him because I got even. I was so excited for the new album, and I did not did not listen to it. And oh, the Meg thing. The Meg yeah. thing. And it's also like Drake is one of the the highest. We could debate ability, pen, talent. I don't care about that. You are literally one of the most popular artists. Period of the time. Why are you stooping to levels of? There's like this new thing going around where artists will like say salacious things in their and name drop in their songs to get streams because why else would you do it mm-hmm. and it's like it's cheap the baby is selling two for 20 tickets to his concerts 
So he name dropping Meg. Why are you as Drake, a billionaire, name dropping Meg and saying something so incredibly hurtful about her, making fun of her for this this situation with Tory Lanes? And it's like I know like y'all are both from like downtown Canada, so it's like y'all feel some type of like weird brotherhood. But like Tory Lane sucks. He's not talented. I don't know any of his songs. And it's just like, it was just like so incredibly, um, I don't know. It was lame. Like it was like loser vibes. I'm like, you were too, you too good for this. You're too good to be a loser. But nevertheless, I listened to a lot of Drake this year and I'm trying to, um, find mainly from his album that he dropped earlier. Um, and I've already probably played this on the show. This is, um, Sticky. song it's rude i feel like drake is known for rude lyrics like and he's like at the end of the day basically it's like is you alone with your regrets you know how sticky it gets i'm just like who i don't know who that was for but um yikes i wanted to give uh honorable mention to take off i'm every time i think about it every time i think about take off uh being murdered i get sad about it like incredible talent I, people people love to downplay the amigos because whatever they they think about it but like if you really think about like take off the rap style the amigos in general the reason why they they took off in the first place is because like how revolutionary like their flow was like take off was a master like maybe you if you don't want to think lyricist but definitely like the rhythm that he just wrote with it was just like incredible it's such a lost talent he was such a quiet soul he was a he was my favorite Migos for sure. Um, and this is Quavo and Takeoff and this is Hotel Lobby. Love this song. Passenger, this a G5, no, this not a challenger. Big one. I keep some members with me in the fridge, the coat seats, they some cannibals. Eaters. They like to get geek, drink a whole bottle, wake up and repeat. Damn. She took a look, mixed it with the chill out. Now she says she said 3D. Wow. I go in the jungle and they got a coat. I bet I come out with a me. I bet I do this shit for the fam, cause this shit bigger than me. Big color thumbs in my affinity link. And in the factory masterpiece. I call him twin, cause that be my brother. We got the same roller, he matching me. Nah, for real. Water. That's that. Okay, last one is top composer of the year. 
actually fascinating that this is a classical music podcast. Again, I have no way of knowing this. Um, <laughs> Listen, we play Mendelssohn. What y'all want? We we I feel known for being. What I like about classical music, we break the stereotype. I do not listen to classical music all day, and I normally use it as a tool. I play along, so yeah. go listen to some stuffy old podcast where they I've, pontificate about box bathwater. Okay. Um. His what? Bathwater. <laughs> I well, was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say. I mean, I feel like they there's plenty to talk about. What color was it? Who used it after <laughs> him? Right. How often How, he saw it? I heard they were sharing bathwater. I think they talk about that at Raising the Sun. I, f- I remember talking about that because, like, it wasn't people would bathe like once a week back in the day. I just know it had to smell crazy. Or maybe it smelled normal. Well, to them, I'm sure they. That's probably why we developed nose hairs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a freaking barrier. They were talking <laughs> about. Um, I, I, that just sounds like a terror. I feel like. I feel blessed to have made it this far because, honestly, to even be here today making it through y'all wasn't washing hands i saw i was watching a period piece they delivered a baby they put some jack daniels on their hands and just called it a day because what else are you finna do outside girl were you the one i mean not were you the one did you see that tweet about chainsaws no actually thank you i'm okay no Let's. no it's no because you've mentioned the feather start <laughs> so you're gonna hear this it about what chainsaws were originally used for the what just say okay well, 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 well i'm scared they would <gasps> let me stop i'm dramatic <laughs> you didn't even say nothing <laughs> um bro hold on i want to find the most like concise version because Okay. In the late uh, 18th century, two Scottish doctors, John Atkin and James Jeffrey, developed a prototype for the chainsaw. Um, and basically, it was used to assist in childbirth. In what way? Cutting you open. <gasps> oh, they could. The baby was breached. Just. Because what else? What other reason would you have to a chain, a chain saw? Like that's the original. It was to um, remove um, the pelvic bone. Which okay, medicine has come a long way. Because what are y'all doing? (laughs) Like, oh my gosh! Like I just like why would you? Y'all hate women so bad. wow i can't even i can't even like picture that i can't i don't even know what to think what, what to make of that Gosh. y'all always really well, just deliver babies raw i don't know people do that today but it's like different yeah like you, do like, it, like, you can get an epidural and like if something goes wrong you can go to the hospital if you want to do it at home but y'all was just when i watched that when i watched that girl give birth on the ground in 1850 England I was like what a life y'all were living huh Mm. y'all had no running water the hands was dirty 
okay so my best guess for my most played composer like i would say the the most popular like genre of classical music i've listened to i've been listening to a lot of solo bass stuff and or chamber music because um i haven't been playing and i know even if i did play now i wouldn't be able to play any of that stuff like at this point you know because mm-hmm. just being out of practice um but i'm like you know i'm just i've been listening to a lot of that which i always did but it seems like more because i stopped listening to classical music as much like not not nearly as much as i did when i was in school um but that's not a composer so <laughs> so i'm trying to like discern mm-hmm. what it would be i guess maybe beethoven maybe i listen to his 10th uh string quartet a lot i guess a lot being relative to how much i listen to classical music which is not a lot um and then also of course beethoven 7 that second movement i've been on that i was on that for a while this year um but i'm gonna play the fourth movement of the harp quartet number 10 girl this this is a theme and variations movement there's a, a cute viola solo in there but i know you <laughs> <laughs> i was like katie katie went body this you know i'll do it of course especially like uh, it's often part of orchestral playing i mean we was in the middle of the pandemic but my first thing i played with mso was chamber music with um like we did a viola section thing so like it's part of the job so i have to get over it I played, I did some good music this year. I did, I played that Brahms, the the popular one. You see, I don't even remember it. Uh-uh. <laughs> the Brahms A minor, that viola, is that what it is? With the sonata? No, the Brahms A minor quartet. Am I lying? Listen, oh, see, I, don't, I don't know what, what is it is. F major? It's F major. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it has like a huge viola thing. It's actually very hard to play in tune. But we made it work. And then I played something else. I played like an Elgar. It wasn't Elgar. You see how it's out of my mind? Oh, I played Dvorak. Yeah. And I played some Hailstorm. It was a good Champions Music year. Oh, and we played the Schubert Quintet. Oh, I, did, I played a whole bunch of Champions Music this year. But the thing is, like, my brain is so broken up. It's like, I haven't thought about anything pre-June. Everything has been, like, summer now but um it's the way like semesters tend to break up your year okay my composure of the year um top composer of the year is Wynton Marsalis I've been listening to him a lot this is Never Let Me Go
Yeah. You know what? I forgot about jazz. And if I have remembered, I actually do have a top composer for the year. But um, Emmanuel Wilkins was in my top five artists. Mm. Like, he was number five. Because um, I feel like I don't, I don't, really don't listen to jazz outside of him. So... Mm. Girl, um, you, gotta, you gotta get in your little Ella. Your, oh my God, this puts me in such a mood. <laughs> and it's Christmas time, so I can't, I need to whip out her Christmas album. I need to buy the record. Cause I know, oh, but you know the problem buying records is not gonna come in time. But that when I have my yeah. record player going, it just it just sounds so good and different. Man, I feel bad about that now because I'm not gonna be able to get it in time next year if the Lord allows. All right, we moving on. Yep. This happens every time. <laughs> it's like, first of all, I have two thousand tabs open, so I, I just played a little piece. Of, what's his name? But no, nah, I'm ready to move on. My like back hurt. I, literally, the my most recent tab. I'm scrolling to the bottom. Oh, that's why I have two hundred eighty-six tabs open. Okay. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week I'm talking about India Owens. She's one of your people. Well, she's not. She jazz, but you know, whatever. You're you going to see. Okay, she's known as ja- one of jazz's most vibrant emerging artists. Uh, she's a J- Detroit-based recording artist, bassist, and composer. In 2018, she graduated from the Juilliard School and joined The Late Show with Stephen Colbert um, as a member of the house band. That is such a small world. Richard was just just telling me about this girl. What mm. the heck? Like today, the universe is weird. Um. Uh, since then she has won an Emmy, a Grammy Award, and a George Foster Peabody Award. Her work has appeared on John Bassist's Grammy Award-winning album "We Are," the Oscar-nominated film "Judas and the Black Messiah," and hers, that artist H E R widespread super uh, acclaimed super bowl uh lv i don't know what that number means performance um her true <laughs> isn't that like 55 i think glad you know um i'm just guessing literally have no clue no it has to be lv girl i don't remember what the l is in roman numerals God, i thought what why what happened oh is l supposed to condense so not using too many x's it's something yeah it's I think it is 55, but I was, oh yeah, because I did, I did 50, so, because I was thinking I did 60, I did 50. So it's called a Super Bowl L, or they called it Super Bowl X, 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 X. No, because like, I think after, once you get to 50, like, that's when it's a new Roman numeral, instead of X's. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, L, L, yeah, I just looked it up, L in Roman numerals is 50, so 55. So when you play 50 with Super Bowl L? I guess so. Her true passion for philanthropy she, is, is for philanthropy and teaching. She has sought across uh, the United States, South America, and Europe. Um, okay. And in 2020, she founded the Community Cookout, a nonprofit organization birthed out of the COVID-19 pandemic that provides meals and music to underserved neighborhoods in New York City. Today, she's helped feed close to 3,000 New Yorkers and has hosted a dozen free music concerts in 2022 she composed an original piece about the life of ida b wells entitled ida's crusade 
uh, for the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra, which was also performed by the NYO Carnegie Hall Orchestra. She has written for brands such as uh, Pyre Moss and Glossier. Um, she's set to premiere a newly commissioned work with the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra and will serve as a 2023 Mac Music Innovator with the C- Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra. Um, in addition to her work with the CSO, she's the curator for the National Arts Club and is a fellow for Jazz Now um, with the National Jazz Museum in Harlem. So, oh, also she has a debut album called, uh, called Feel Good Music, since released early 2023. Shout out to you, India. Pray, I pray I'm saying your name right. Um, and period. Big up yourself, darling. Peace of the week. Um, my piece of the week is called Lamentations Black Slash Folk Song Suite for Solo Cello. It's by Coleridge Taylor Perkinson. Yo, somebody do a little arrangement for Delaney so she can hop back on the bass. Girl. Could be cute. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Classical Back Podcast. This is the podcast. <laughs> Y'all, it's so late. Yeah, I know. And meanwhile, see, I, I should have shut up at the top of the episode talking about it's gonna be a it's quick really one. Your we fault. are a two-hour episode. It's literally above average. It's it's literally <laughs> your fault. And also, what's hilarious as is we both decided that we were going to um keep it short and proceeded to spend thirty-five minutes talking about <laughs> something that has absolutely nothing remotely to do with classical well, music. Oh no! With classical music, I thought you were gonna say with the podcast because I'm like, well, we try to talk about Antarctica because that's the only continent we don't have. And where, where in there did the capybaras? What are they called? Capybaras? Yeah, capybaras. You was right the first time. It was because you said we was something. We was kings. Yeah, but no, but you said it was something. It was something we were talking about. You said we was something, and which reminded me of when I tweeted we was flamingos, which then got me on a flamingo tip and then you was talking about how i'm obsessed with the animals and then i was like my first one was capybara see it yeah. made sense okay that part made sense it really was the 23 minute conversation on going to antarctica just to get a stream that was crazy <laughs> um and here we are we're hitting two hours um and i haven't been sleeping well i've been up since 3 30 but we know we'll figure that out i don't know where are we at? This is called Classically Black Podcast. Thanks for listening to it. Um, follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, and you see, look, we did an intermission suggestion, so it's not in vain. If you if you write us, we're going to do it. Turnaround period, 12 to 18 months, but it's going to happen. All right? Okay. ClassicallyBlackPodcast at gmail.com. If you're black, join ISBM isblackmusicians.com isblackmusicians on social media and we will see y'all yep we'll see y'all next week (laughs) bye Bye. y'all